banks are closing ATM machines. They're kicking you out. The bank's want you online. But unfortunately, it's players like us that actually got there first and have the systems, have the processes in place to be able to do it. You're listening to Payments Innovation, a podcast dedicated to helping business leaders navigate today's global digital economy. Looking to learn about the latest innovations within fintech and payments? You've come to the right place. Let's get into the show. All right. Welcome to another edition of the Payments Innovation Podcast powered by Currency Cloud. This is your host, Jeff Forkin, and I'm delighted to be joined by Kevin Copping from Shift Connect, a Canadian FX and payments firm. Kevin, if you don't mind, could you just take a few minutes to introduce yourself, your background, and a little bit about Shift, and then we can kind of carry the conversation into what's happening in the market these days. Yeah, of course. Thanks, Jeff. Well, I've been in the FX business for 30 years. Actually started, I've actually gone full circle. I started here in London in the UK with uh, NatWest Bank, left for Canada in my early 30s, started with Custom House, um, who was a big kind of non-bank FX provider in um, Canada and eventually the US and Australia. Worked with them for nearly 10 years. Uh, they sold to Western Union and then became Western Union Business Payments. So I then took a little bit of time off, spent about six months with my kids, and then got an offer from uh, sunny Calgary. Um, no one told me it was minus 30. So I actually took the job and um, started working with CalForex that has a really big retail presence across Canada and a big corporate division. Just looking to expand that corporate division. I'm looking for mergers, some acquisitions, and and grow that brand. After five years there, we then um, partnered with another FX firm in, in Canada called Axiom, and we formed a company called Shift. Been with Shift now for nearly four years. Great company, great leadership, a really strong customer centric company that really is a I believe probably Canada's most trusted, you know, FX and payments company. Uh, a great team, um, top to bottom, just really customer focused, service focused. Lots of um, good sales techniques. Lots of good. Lots of really strong, strong traders from both companies kind of came on board. All of them, very, really experienced and valued. And and we've grown and we've grown in Canada. And it came to a point that we've grown so much in Canada, we were getting referrals into other regions in the world and we and we couldn't service them obviously without without appropriate licensing. So that's when we um started chatting with um Currency Cloud. And uh and basically Currency Cloud had everything we needed, the history, the service, the background, the same kind of customer service kind of mantra we had. And uh and that's and that's now in the past. We're we're heading forwards, and um, and happy to be um, partnering with Currency Cloud and heading into our new new regions of US, UK, and Europe. So um, the fun has begun. Really has. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, what we are, you know, I think uh, we've been in talks with Calforex slash Shift slash uh, what's the the name of the e-commerce portal that you guys have as well? Reach. Reach. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, so multiple conversations over years and 
uh, we always thought there was a great fit here and glad we finally found it at least, you know, to get started, there could be even more ways where we uncover that we can work together with and build, uh, you know, build shift up as a uh, international or global force in the remittance and FX and, and cross-border payments. That is our plan. <laughs> so with, uh, so can you just talk maybe a little bit about the evolution of the company and how the relation back to Cal Forex and where, you know, shift is, is, uh, isn't just a, a cool name. It actually has meaning as far as I think really like shifting to the digital world, right? Yeah, indeed. I mean, you know, I've obviously been in the business a long while and, um, and we've had Cal Forex, uh, obviously as a sister company shift is, is a, you know, cash business. It really is a, you know, walk in like a bureau de change kind of business. And we've seen, Obviously, we've seen the evolution of payments moving from from cash to digital to you know borderless kind of accounts and cards. So we've really seen innovation and and kind of the the company is really really focused on. We've just just launched an app in Canada, and we're, we're now obviously with Currency Cloud and our payments processing global bank banking network, which is really really strong. And now moving to new regions with Currency Cloud, I mean, we've really seen, you know, I, I grew up in the days of people going to a bank and sign a bit of paper and sign a letter. And, you know, when I started, a fax machine was innovation, but uh, we've, we've certainly come a long way and, and grown with that. And I think, you know, it just keeps getting faster and faster. And, and even with this unfortunate, unfortunate kind of pandemic we're seeing, we're seeing less and less people out using cash. And it really has accelerated that that process of people going, you know, I don't need to go walk into a bank. I don't need to walk somewhere else. I don't need to. I'm stuck in the house. What other methods have we have? And we've seen a real acceleration of that, and and particularly with with Shift in Canada and its part and its and its sister company, all those people who used to go into branches are now are now reaching out to us to, to pay those bills, to pay those invoices, to businesses. You know, businesses who are kind of stuck in their old way of going, no, 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 I've got to go to the bank and I've got to do it. I don't think they've forced over, but they've kind of seen the light and kind of pushed themselves, pushed themselves to innovate. So we kind of have to move in tandem with kind of what the business, what businesses demand of us in the global marketplace. Uh, and currently, currently, I think that you know all businesses now are online, are moving online. We're going to see a cashless, a cashless world pretty soon. We really, really are. You know, there's there's great online banks now, and branches are closing. Banks are closing ATM machines. They're kicking you out. The banks want you online, but unfortunately, it's players like us that actually got there first and have the systems, have the processes in place to be able to do it. So, the global payments business has obviously changed a lot in the last. 10, 15 years, and that's now been accelerated over the last couple of months. Yeah, it's really interesting to see the companies that have been well-positioned, you know, not even just in banking. Obviously, digital banking is huge, and, and Shift is in the right place at the right time with the, with what you guys are doing, but even just the adoption of the work-from-home applications and the, whether it's a Zoom conferencing, uh, you name it, there's, there's a bunch of them out there. Um, so as far as, like, metrics go, have you seen a pretty significant uptick in your Canadian business as far as bringing on 
new customers from a businesses and consumers perspective uh, since COVID started? Yeah, I mean, COVID, COVID came as a bit of a shock, I think, across the board. I mean, you know, March and April, we saw, you know, just crazy volatility in the market. I mean, we, we still continue to see a lot more volatility than we ever had in the market. And I think people then suddenly, really, you know, as much as it moves, you know, it caused a distraction for a lot of businesses. A lot of bottom lines were getting hit. And as much as possible, we were reaching out to our customers going, so, okay, let's, you know, let's keep calm. Let's not panic. You know, the U.S. dollar against the Canadian dollar went through the roof with a risk, you know, a flight to safety there and continues to do so. We see crazy fluctuations. You know, the pound was caught in a, in a conundrum between COVID, Brexit. It was just getting crazy. So customers really needed to be calmed down. A lot of customers now were looking for more of a, you know, I need to talk to someone. I need to talk this through. I need to talk to an expert. I need to talk to someone that understands these trends and these panics in the market. And you know, I need someone to kind of even out that, even out that kind of span for me and look and look more forward to the kind of you know, the the intensity of the news around them and the panic. So we have had a lot of customers, you know, new customers and customers we've had on the books for for many many years reaching out to us looking looking for our expertise looking and looking to speak to those you know traders and relationship managers that can go okay we have we have the tools we have the platforms we have we have what you need one so you can focus on your business and not worry about the phone exchange and two we have the capability that you can do this from home and as you said you know me personally i know and you and i have spoken on zoom conference i don't know how many times in the last few months <laughs> I'm crazy. I spend I'm either on Zoom, Google Hangouts, or you know, there's my my whole day spans across. Um, and it's actually, and it's actually, I found it. We we have remote offices, obviously, and I've actually found that we speak we speak to our remote offices a lot more than we used to now. So it's kind of open open up doors mm-hmm. that way. I mean, I I work remotely here in here in the UK office, away from the Canada office, and and communication. Mm-hmm. You know, I just think we we've we've become accustomed to this new normal and, um, mm-hmm. and these video conferencing. And I know, I know the traders and the relationship managers have been doing the same with their customers. Right. And it's either on the phone, it's on email, or, you know, it's just that kind of, we kind of want to be that FX desk kind of in, in your business, in your home. And we, when we have the platforms and capabilities to do, and I think that has been one of our big advantages you know, during, during this, current kind of pandemic and kind of market kind of craziness that we've seen but you know we want to even out those peaks and troughs and keep people calm and let them let them focus on their business which which they really needed to over this um, kind of traumatic time that we've been in yeah i think it's been really eye-opening for a lot of people personally and professionally uh i agree with you i think it's actually kind of opened up more communication which is great. You know, I, I talked, our office is in London. And so we're pretty much a, we're a good sized team. There's about 30 of us in the U S but now I'm, I'm finding myself booking meetings just to catch up with people. Whereas before, you know, you're in the office, but you might not even talk to someone for two weeks, even though you see them every day. Um, and so now there's like, just trying to make sure that you stay in touch with people is really important, which is, has been, has been a nice part of this, I think. Yeah, I, I agree. I mean, 
And it's kind of funny. It's kind of like because if, if you're in an office environment, you can't say hi in the morning. You know, you may have a chat, but it's <laughs> I can have a way more constructive phone call now or video conference call in 30 minutes than I could chatting with someone. You know, I miss that kind of, I miss that kind of like let's share ideas, let's sit in the room and kind of, you know, mm-hmm. and, and kind of brainstorm it out. But as for a constructive kind of in and out of a video call, I think I've become I'm pretty bloody good at it, quite honestly. I'm like, across the video call in ten minutes. It's like bam. Yeah. It's like, well, yeah, you know, it's great. It's it's great for working with your customers now too, because it's so much easier yeah. to get. You know, you, you try to get an in person meeting, and you know, sometimes customers would struggle with getting on a video conference. But now everyone's kind of caught up to speed, which is is really nice. And it, and it's great. I mean, we have we have a lot of customers that you know we used to deal with emails, we used to deal with phone calls, right? And now they really have become accustomed to, you know, just just switching on a video conference. So, you know, I, I was talking to one of our one of our traders who's been around for the last twenty odd years. Because I actually got to see this person. <laughs> <laughs> you know, they've kind of built this rapport over time, but but now having the technology and capabilities, I suppose being being comfortable with using the technology. You know, they're they're all on the online platform, which is which is a great tool for us all now electronic onboarding, you know, uh, it really has, I think, young and old have gone, okay, this is the new normal. This is, this is kind of, this is kind of cool. And, you know, I can talk and chat and see more people and, and it's going to become a new normal. I mean, I, I guarantee you, if you and I won't be traveling as much, it'll be. Yeah. It'll, We're going to lose all my points. All my points with Delta are going to go away. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, I, was, I was like, okay, I won't be going back to Calgary for a while. I'm here in London. So it's, uh, you know, but yeah, it's, it really has opened up the doors for us to a lot more, a lot more, I would say, customers that were kind of, or potential customers that were stuck in that kind of route of going, I have to use my bank. You know, I've been using the bank for 10, 15 years, you know, and it's kind of gone. Okay, these other tools and these other platforms are out there, and you know, and Shift obviously is one of the most trusted in Canada, and hopefully we build build that, you know, or I'm sure we'll build that across the globe, and um, and, and moving moving forward with the trends. Yeah, absolutely. And getting into more a little bit more about Shift, I guess is how do you work with your customers? Is it a very hands on approach? Are you actually consulting with businesses on hedging strategies? And, and does that trickle down to the consumer from a retail perspective? Can you, how does the apply? How do you, how do you guys interact with customers on that level? Yeah. I mean, we, we really have a, a myriad of a, you know, if you look at our book of business, we have, you know, we have customers that want really kind of bespoke hedging programs, right? Programs are built to them down to, you know, SMEs that just really want to pay their invoices at the best rate and, you know, get their payments out on time, use an online platform, don't need a lot of hand-holding or interaction. Only really when, you know, markets are going crazy, do we kind of, you know, do they really need to talk to us? But, you know, our business and, and consumers as well, I mean, we, we are also deal with, you know, individuals with foreign properties or large purchases or, you know, stocks or et cetera in the U.S. So, you know, we're pretty selective with our private private client kind of portfolio. But um, our service offering is really more of a, a smorgasbord of 
what what we can do. First of all, we like to sit down, understand the customers' needs, and and really understand their business, which are, which which I don't think a lot of banks do these days. Like someone comes in the door and they say, "Thanks very much." There you go. We really spend the time and do our due diligence to understand their business, understand what their needs are, understand where we can fit into their, you know, if it's their CFO or their treasury or their accounting, how we can fit in there and how we can leverage our expertise to help them the most. So we, we put it all on the table in the beginning. Do you, you know, do you want to speak to us daily? Do you want us to contact you daily? Do you, do you comfortable using our online platform or do you want to, do you want us to to execute the trades for you? Um, so we offer that, and and most customers are kind of a mixed bag. They really are. They're like, you know what? I, I need to pick up the phone. I need to talk to you. You know, there's there's a big purchase coming, or I, you know, I'm kind of projecting out a year what my needs are and what my budgeted rate is. So I need to talk to you. But for the day to day running of my business and making payments, I'm happy to jump online. So. Our team of you know traders or relationship managers, you know, manage a book. Most of them, we kind of 200, 250 customers. We kind of want to limit them, really, so they you know you don't get overwhelmed with you know a thousand customers. We want to make sure that they have the time to be able to service people to the standards that we we really have been adhering to and you know known for. So hmm. they're all they're all very adept. They're all very knowledgeable. If it comes to a complex strategy, then we have, and we have a senior team that deals with, you know, different hedging products, etc. That can, that can also be bought into the fold by the trader relationship manager. And we, again, we jump on a call and we understand their business needs and we, we kind of customize a plan for them. So, it, it really is a, across the board, one customer centric, two, you know. Making making promises, living up to them, living up to our kind of customer service standards, now, and being there. You know, any company can pick up the phone, call that desk, and it will be picked up by by a life, you know, by a person who will then give them to the relationship manager. Right? And that and that's kind of what we have to go through seven extensions, press button, find someone with us. It just calls straight into the desk. The phone's picked up, and you have someone you can talk. to. Yeah, I think that's big. And especially with, you know, I think we're going to see a lot more businesses moving to this. You know, like you said, a lot of these corporate or SMEs, they've been going to their bank for 20 years and they know the banker. And But this is now the the COVID, the pandemic has forced them to shift to digital. What What's missing, I think, is is that consultative touch. Because mm-hmm. there, are, there are medium-sized businesses. And of course, there's large corporates. But I mean, there's the middle guys that are like, Maybe they don't even understand what their FX exposure is, and that's you know there's a whole market out there of those people, especially in the United States, and probably less so in Canada, but I'm sure there's still more some where these guys have been doing business for 20 years and they don't really even understand it. So, uh, and, you know, there there's other apps out there like a TransferWise or you know you name it. There's a bunch of them, and they're not really providing that. They're just an app where you can do a payment, but they're not helping them understand their market and the risk. Yeah. No, you're you're 100% right. I mean, you know, most of the banks will take on those super large corporate accounts, lots of volume, but the SMEs, that kind of middle brand, and that's really where I would say we majority of our business customers come into one. And I'm always like this, anyone, 
anyone can beat anyone else on a rate. You know, I can beat you. I can beat you on a rate, no problem. But I don't want to do that. I want to get I want to get value for the service that we're giving. The value for, you know, being there, being a as you said, a consultative kind of service. We're not going to pigeonhole people. We're going to listen to them. We're going to understand their business. And as you said, Canada can I mean, I've worked in Canada, I've worked in the US, I've worked in the UK. It's all different. It really, really is. The 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 product offering, the service offering. And, and I think the UK, I think, is probably more of a sophisticated market. Canada workers up. The US, I think those middle SMEs do get left behind. And, and, and I think they're kind of relieved when you give them a call and you start understanding their business and telling them, you know, you're exposed here. All right. You're, mm-hmm. you're selling into Canada. You're buying products from China. And that's where you're exposed. It's you've got to convert money and you've got to do it at a good rate. You've got to project more. I mean, I've built, I've built hedging plans. I've sat down and helped companies forecast out two, three years for, for currency exposures. And it's, and it's funny, it's kind of peace of mind. They're not waking up in the morning going, my God, you know, the U S cab rate just dropped 10% because (laughs) we dropped interest rates, right? We've, we've helped them level out their expenses, leveled out, you know, their receivables and really what i always tell tell businesses is you know we want to protect that margin of profit you have if your margin of profit now is 15 percent and the currency falls five your margin of profit has just gone down to 10 percent. so we want to protect that and we want to we want to ensure that we're either you know performing that we're better or better than your worst case scenario, right? That we're really working hard for you. So you can go about your business. You know, I'm not in the business of selling electronics or holding wine. You know, I'm not going to touch that. We'll leave that to you. But <laughs> let, us, let us help you with these exposures when, when you're, you're making payments or getting receivables across the border. And another thing we've seen recently is an uptick in platforms that are working as like a what I call human resources management platform, but it's now that everyone's, I mean, we already see this happen where a lot of the startups in the United States and I'm, and I know in London for sure, they're sourcing their, a lot, half their development team or maybe a third of their, more than half, sometimes most of their workforce is actually outside of the country, right? Now, have you guys run into any customers that need help kind of hedging their payroll? Is that yeah. a thing? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, again, it's an exposure. Right? If you've got expenses that you need to pay in, in in overseas and other countries, and you're absolutely right. I mean, outsourcing outsourcing in the UK is, is huge, and the US as well. Whether whether it be you know whether it be fabrication, you know, help desk support teams, it's still a payroll item, and and it's still an exposure that needs to be covered. And you know if if you have five million dollars a year in in you know payroll expenses that are going to somewhere else in Europe or into China or into India, and that moves that currency moves even five percent, right? so that's a fifty grand exposure. I mean that's that's huge, right? So it's uh, you know you've got to think of the percentages and the movements, you know, and, and we hear this in customers all the time. Yeah, but it could go in my favor. Right, and then, and then we're like, well, then you're just rolling the dice, right? Right. If 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 you have that attitude, then you know we're here to protect that bottom line, and 
and and help you manage this so you so you don't get hit with a big exposure. You know, there are tools that we can, you know, we can also look at, you know, better case scenarios than just protecting it. But yeah, and it's it's a huge, huge marketplace. And as and as we get, you know, the globe becomes a smaller place and workforces are able to communicate as as we have talked about through through video conferencing, outsourcing is gonna is is gonna get bigger and bigger and bigger throughout the years because people yeah. will be either the skilled labor, the cheaper labor, right, or the technology. And and businesses and especially now, businesses are looking for you know a lot more closer at their bottom line. So which helps us because they bring us in and we and we kind of help them. But there's a lot more potential being, being made to the bottom line now than there was maybe three months ago because of the downturn in the economies. Yeah, that's interesting. I think we'll definitely see that continue as far as, like you said, the remote employees. So that's that could be a whole other segment that we see pop up. It's like, why do I need to hire? You know, Do we need an office? Do I need to hire anybody? If I can find development resources in India that are, a third of the cost. Do I really need to pay a developer in San Francisco? Yeah, I, I I'd rather just pay the guy in India, and I can Facetime him. Um, and so that exposure is going to. Where do you see, as far as like an entry level? Like if I'm a digital startup company and I have, is it like a million dollars in payroll? Is it where is a level where you think it's the exposure, the risk is high enough? Is there yeah. a number that you can attach to it? No, I don't think there's a number. I think it's a customer kind of tolerance, right? Especially. I mean, if you're a startup and you're funding it yourself, right, or you've got some crowdfunding or you've got, you know, you've got investors that you're responsible to, I think with that responsibility becomes a due diligence to to being, you know, a little bit more of a business acumen to going, you know, where can I improve this bottom line, right? If I can, if I can protect this, I can then focus somewhere else. If I can do, if I can get a better rate from, from shift over my bank, then, you know, I'm going to use them because, you know, a responsibility to myself, to my company and to my investors is that I should be doing the best that I can with every dollar I have. So, so as for a figure, I mean, it's your risk tolerance. I mean, if you've got, if you've got 10 grand and it moves, you know, 5%, not a killer, right? If you've got, if you've got a, a hundred grand, it moves 5%, you know, that that five grand can make a big difference to your company. It could be, you know, it could be a new employee that you're onboarding, right? So it's 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 that tolerant, you know. And and we talk we talk to businesses that have turnovers from a you know, hundred grand a year to you know to to millions and millions, right? And and I feel our responsibility is the same 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 to all of them, right? We. We want to. We want to help you. We want to protect protect your bottom line. We want to protect your profits. We want to give you great service, and and that's and that's and that's how we've grown. Quite honestly, I mean, we we don't we don't advertise. We don't, and most of our customers come from other customers, and uh, and that's and that's proven to be our case. You know, we deliver news. We deliver, you know, we deliver a regular kind of morning update on markets, but that. And a few social posts is really our outreach. Everyone else comes through comes through referral or, you know, our relationship managers, you know, understanding a certain business sector and reaching out. So 
And that's worked for us. And I think if you're going to grow, grow a business, I think that is, you know, growing a business through your service offering and, and truck, which Shift has done and which, you know, which we intend to do, obviously, if, with our new expansion, um, is the best way to move forward. And so kind of moving on to the expansion topic a little bit, obviously, we have this partnership with Currency Cloud, which is enabling Shift to, out, uh, you know, now work with customers outside of Canada, including the US, the UK, and the EU. Are you working with any other partners or integrations that you're looking to maybe do with like an accounting platform? Is there what anything else on the horizon from a product standpoint that prospects or customers could be excited about? Yeah, it's it's interesting. I mean, obviously the the move with currency cloud was a was one of our bigger moves this year and we're we're excited about it and and, and we know it's you know it's it's gonna work really really well for us. We are we are we are obviously also just launched an app in Canada. We are in the midst of um, developing a student kind of educational kind of um, portal, paying tuition and expenses, which we are currently in development. We're actually talking to a university and looking to make, and it's and it, during this kind of situation we're in, we're, we're talking to a university where the students will build a platform for the students and it'll be, become part of a coursework. And pass part of an accredited course, obviously led by our CTO, but he will build a team. And we we're kind of sitting around, kind of kicking it around, going, "Would it be great if a university built the platform as part of a course without direction, with with the right kind of plugins and and currency exchange? So it's built by the students for students. And so we're going down that road on that platform, and and obviously, you know." We've, we've kind of touched on it, but that kind of that, that global kind of payroll and global kind of invoicing model, and you kind of build your invoice, send the invoice, you know, automatically kind of convert it and pay it. So we're always always kicking ideas, always looking for kind of what's the next, well, not really what's the next innovation, but what is you know what is the next piece that people are going to be looking for to kind of make FX a lot more. Kind of transparent because when I started, not knew what the rates were. It was you know, it, it was crazy. And now you know, lots of information online, information overload online. You know, mm-hmm. what can we do to ease the process, make it a lot less stressful? Because I think people get stressed about that, stressed about you know converting money. You know, when's the best time to do it? We see people on the online platform clicking you know, on. They kind of think it's like a machine in Las Vegas. They keep pressing the button to see if the rate's going to get better, right? It's <laughs> cool. That's why we're here, right? But uh, yeah, I mean, we've always we're all kind of making time to sit down and go, okay, this is where we are. Where do we want to be, and where do we see the next kind of innovations coming in in the next few years? Interesting. Yeah, it was kind of a you know the question was a leading question. I was wondering too is. You guys have such a good product with FX and payment. Has there been any thoughts of kind of expanding into offering more traditional banking services with the shift away from brick and mortar banks? It seems like it could be an opening for shift. Yeah, we, we, we've, we've kicked around, you know, and we, we've thought about, you, you see a lot of our kind of competitors in the marketplace offering, you know, offering kind of cards and services globally on, a, on an expense card or on a, you know, 
paying like as, as we were talking about overseas payroll right automatically just paying it onto a card so that so the employee can use it i mean there's lots of innovation on on non-banks innovating in the banking kind of sphere where we're, where i think eventually we're just going to see card providers especially in the fx part of the world with not you know with this kind of global outreach and global kind of workforce the payroll piece of it whether whether it be you know into banks or onto a card and then and then you've got to talk about regions that there's a lot of the population that are actually not banked right you go you go to india you go to, to south america and you're looking for workforce a lot of them aren't banked i mean a lot of them basically are a very cash laden kind of industry where i think I think that would be a key innovation into those regions as as a as a another kind of expansion idea to offer those borderless accounts or kind of borderless cards that are kind of kind of filled on payroll days. So I mean you're seeing it, you're seeing it out there. And I think I think the banks the banks are also starting to innovate that way as well. But traditionally and and for us gladly we're we're a small, you know, we're smaller than the big banks, so we're a lot more nimble than the big banks as well. So we can, we can test our products. We can, we can ask our customers. We can ask, you know, ask our prospects. You know, you know, what are you looking for? What, what are you seeing? How, how could we help you more? And and that was obviously one of our reasons for expanding, expanding globally with currency cap. We were listening to our customers, and they were, and they were sending us, you know, referrals of people that we. We couldn't help at that time, but now, but now we can. Yeah, yeah, I think that's huge too. I mean, you saw with Uber, they've you know kind of created their own wallet basically for their drivers because a lot of the drivers uh, outside in some of these undeveloped or less developed countries, mm-hmm. um, you know, couldn't even get paid. So I think that's going to definitely be an evolution of these kind of H human resource management platforms where maybe they're issuing some kind of pre a debit card to the workers overseas, and then also. You know, if you're doing, if you look, if you're seeing someone's payroll liability, and you're, and maybe you're even going as far as to see some of their invoicing, you know, then you can look at like short-term lines of credit or invoice financing. That stuff gets really, I think that gets really interesting, especially like the micro lending to these small businesses that you know they maybe they need ten thousand dollars, but they're not going to get that from the bank. Um, right. If you, if some, if a digital firm can have more insight into, you know, how they're actually cash flowing, you could be more comfortable making that loan. Yeah, I mean, there's there's lots lots of innovation coming, especially I think, as you said, for the for those smaller companies, those smaller, you know, where the exposure isn't large, but it's a big, but it's a big exposure based on their bottom line, right, and based on their turnover. So for us, getting into into the banking world, I think you know, it's obviously something we'll think about, but it's 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 a lot of licensing right especially in canada <laughs> um, yeah it's a lot of work and even more so here in the uk but but i think that you're seeing a lot of non-bank participants doing extremely well here in the uk and, and i don't think so much in canada the, the the big kind of five banks have a big stronghold but i think it's coming i think that that that, that tide of you know smaller non-traditional banks that that innovate a lot more and innovate a lot faster um, are entering the marketplace and 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 you're seeing a lot of the big banks recognize that and then buying them <laughs> which is, <laughs> which, exactly you know, which 
which which is great as long as that as long as that innovation continues. Absolutely. Well, Kevin, listen, it's been uh, a true pleasure to have you on. Uh, your insight and your deep market expertise, I'm sure, will be appreciated by the audience. Is there what's the best way if someone's listening and they want to go check out Shift or maybe uh, you know apply for an account? What's what's the best way to get there? Just uh, just go to shift shiftconnect.com. Uh, we have a contact us form. Just fire information on that, and someone will reach out to you within hours. So, uh, yeah, go ahead. Just we're we're happy to listen to you. We're happy to review your um, review your current book of business or your current exposures. And uh, one of our experts, or even myself, will reach out. Yeah. And now with us, you're live in the U.S., U.K., Europe, in addition to Canada, correct? Yeah, U.S., U.K., and Europe. So, yeah, excited. So, so yeah, reach out from there too. We're we're, we're happy to help you. Awesome. All right, Kevin. Thanks again. We'll talk soon. Uh, Have a great day. Yeah, you too. Thanks, Jeff. Currency Cloud is an online payments company that makes international money transfers fast and simple for businesses. We're building a borderless future where international transactions are seamless for a better user experience. Discover the world's most trusted payment platform and our toolkit of developer-friendly APIs at currencycloud.com. You've been listening to the Payments Innovation Podcast. To ensure that you never miss an episode, subscribe now in iTunes or your favorite podcast player. Thanks for listening. Until next time.